right, hi, my name is Tracy Pike with Taft Graphics Design Studio. Experience the Branding 360 Effect. We are here at our Business Networking Over Coffee event, and we have David Rothwell from the United Kingdom here talking to us about Google Ads, Google Sales, and how you can increase your return on investment in what you're doing. So we are going to go ahead and welcome him with a warm set of applause. Thank you. All right, David. All right. You're welcome. Where would you like me to start? Just go ahead. Get going any way you want. I'll put this up here for you, okay? So, Google, we all know Google, right? Who uses Google? Yeah. Everybody uses Google. So we've all got problems and challenges and questions we want answers to and solutions we are looking for. And we all go to Google. And Google made $116 billion profit last year. That's big billions and profit, not revenue. So that's money they put in the bank. And they do that by running advertising campaigns for clients, which we may or may not be familiar with. Well, that's that question in a minute. But most advertisers who gave Google that $116 million, I have no clue whether they made any money back in return. Quick show of hands, who has paid Google for advertising in the past? One? Okay. Yeah, Anymore? there's a couple. Just a few, okay. So if I was to ask you, when you spent a dollar on your Google ad, how many dollars did you get back in return? Who can answer that question? Does anybody really know? And maybe that's why most people haven't put their hands up. <laughs> so we had a few people say, yes, I think Google will be, but nobody said, I know when I spend a dollar, I how many dollars I get back. So nobody said that. Maybe. <laughs> and that is totally the common situation. Lots of businesses spend money on Google ads and they've got no clue how much money they get back. And Google doesn't care because they'll just take your money. What you should care about is, if I give Google money, then why shouldn't I get more money back in return? Because I'm trying to sell my thing and, and make a profit. Because if you spend money on stuff and you don't get more than your money back, whatever it is, Google Ads or websites or digital booking platforms or payment processing fees or whatever, you're supposed to get more money back than you spend. Now, who would disagree with that? No. <laughs> be out of business. You'd be out of business for a perfect time. We're supposed to be in business. So we're all spending money in business. We're supposed to make more money back in exchange. And the commonest question that I get asked is, does this stuff work? You know, most people say, Google Ads, oh, we tried that. It didn't work. We gave up, we tried an agency. They couldn't make it work, we tried another agency, they couldn't make it work. And this is totally the common thing. And the first thing that I have to try and do with businesses is just kind of reset their, their thinking in terms of let's think about this as what it's supposed to be as a profit center and not a cost center. Everybody thinks about it as a cost center. It's really about the investment you make and what you get in return. So, I've been doing this for 15 years, as Tracy mentioned. I've worked at three main business types, e-commerce, merchants, digital products, 
both of those get paid online, and then service providers who sell their time. <coughs> my clients who I choose to work with, when we can make it work, get more than their dollar back in return. Three or five or ten or even twenty in extreme cases. And then when you're putting the dollar in and you get more than your dollar back, how many dollars do you get? More dollars. More dollars. <laughs> so that's the profit center thinking mentality, which is I'm going to shovel as many dollars into Google's advertising as take off of me because every time I do, I get three, five, ten, or twenty back. Now, does that work for every business? No. It can work like that for many businesses. Some businesses aren't ready for it. This very commonly, people who are actually not ready to put the money in start doing that, and then it doesn't work. Well, of course, it doesn't work because you don't have all the other things that you need in place. Can I ask you a question? Of course. So. When people put money, like the few people that did put money up, um, what is the most common thing that they're trying to get as opposed to what you actually do and, and, and what you can turn around a return on investment for? Yeah. So Tracy's asking you, is it, is it working? What are the results? What's the, what's the outcome of this? And people think, businesses think, well, I should get my out there so I've seen you know, brand awareness, brand building, and so forth. I'm doing it because my competitors are doing it, so I've got to show up as well. But the fundamental reason for buying ads is to make more money back than you spent. And you can do that. But there's more to Google campaigns than just the campaigns themselves. Because you've got your business, you've got your sales process, you've got your economics, you've got your numbers. Questions like, what's my average order value? What's my customer lifetime value? How's my sales process work? How do I know I got paid? How much did I get paid? How often do I get paid? And sorts of things like that. And so when I'm working with businesses who might want to become clients, I have to ask them a lot of these questions so I really fully understand everything that their business is doing and how it's doing it before we can even figure out whether you're a fit. Yeah, so it's not just leads, folks. You could throw a ton of money into Google and get leads. You haven't disqualified anybody yet, right? You don't know if they're a good fit for you. And this is the interesting part about his thinking and his understanding of Google. Yeah. So I teach a class at um, CEO Space, which is where uh, Tracy and David are in that. So all these questions that I find myself asking of businesses, with the same questions, no matter what kind of business you are, but I ask all the same questions. But the answers I was getting back were all missing pieces of information. I don't know those numbers, and where do I find that? So they're not ready for it. But many businesses, as Tracy says about leads, particularly in service businesses, so try and find out if somebody wants to have a conversation with you, so you take a lead as part of that, so a lead is, you know, name, phone number, email address, that kind of thing. Very, very common, but what I found is that the disadvantage of leads and what they commonly suffer from as a problem is to the quality control, which is how 
how good is the quality of this lead? What do we really know about these people? Are they right for us or not right for us? And so, when you get that lead, you've got to then go through that kind of fact-finding discovery process to learn more about them and see if they want what you've got and you can even provide it in the first place and whether there's an economic value both ways. But you've still got to have that conversation as a result of the lead. And that conversation takes place on a date, at a time, and it has a duration, it's a phone call or whatever. You're asking them questions, figuring out more about them. So effectively, that's an appointment in your calendar. So better than a lead where you've got a name and an email and a phone number would be an appointment which gets booked into your calendar where you know enough information about the person who's going to be showing up to even know whether they're a fit for you. In fact, you don't want them to book a slot in your calendar to have, to have a conversation if you haven't got what they want or need or you're too pricey for them or they aren't fit and ready to have what you've got. So when working with service provider businesses with Google Ads, I teach about the difference between leads as opposed to booking in a calendar, which is self-service, people show up, and you've already told them enough that they know they're not right for you or ready for you, or that they're a good fit, you've got questions answered already, and you're ready, you've pre-solved them, so they're ready to have a meaningful conversation. We have, it, it, we have several event planners yeah. in the room right now. Right. Event planners, um, for instance, you guys need, and you, you have success at your event if you have, pardon me, but butts in the seat, right? So one of the interesting things about the way this works and the, the beauty and the simplicity of this and why he can do what he does is because he knows if you guys are getting those butts in the seat. And how much it works. Right. Exactly. What you got paid. It's just like, so, um, so I have a client in Switzerland who has been with me for 10 years, and he's a service provider. So he moves people from Geneva Airport to the ski slopes in that area in the winter. There's summer excursions as well, but his business has seized a lot of it that's done in the winter. So he's got um, coaches. He's an airport transfer company. Coaches, not like business coaches, but like hands. Buses. <laughs> January is the best month of the year. That's the peak season for sleep. And um, he started 10 years ago, new marketplace for him. He, he's a service provider, so he's selling time like new service providers. He's getting a butt on a seat. It's not an event or a party or an appointment. It's a butt on a seat in in plus from the airport to the And when he started 10 years ago, he was getting about 50k worth of bookings. 50,000. 50,000 worth of bookings, 50, right? $50,000 worth of pounds. I'll just use pounds and dollars interchangeably. 50,000 of bookings in January of 2009. 10 years later, I mean, his business has just grown every year. And 10 years later, he's 15x. 15 times his business 
which is taken in from 50 grand January 2009 to 750 grand. Why? Wow. In January 2019. I've got the graphs and data. The thing about what I do that and what we should all be doing when we do this digital stuff is knowing the numbers and joining it all up and following it, tracking it all because it can fundamentally be done that. <laughs> yes, would you say that a lot of us don't know the numbers and the formula? Yeah. Um, I know you've got a background in IT and you work with HP and so you're a numbers guy, aren't you? Yeah. You're a data-driven individual. So Absolutely. a lot of us are busy working on our business but we need to we need someone to analyze the data of what we're doing and see if we put in a dollar, it's going to give us two back, five back, or if we put in a dollar and we lose. We need to know those things. That this is also very counterintuitive. People, people throw money at David and what he does. People throw money at him where usually you're like, well, what's it going to cost? How much is it going to be? Because he takes something and he, oh, yep. he takes something and how much money does this gentleman throw at the, in this particular case? Because you're at 15x. But so, so he's 15x his business, and his return on investment is 20, which is to say he puts a dollar in, and he gets $20 back. So now, the idea of a budget, which is I've got a fixed amount of money to spend on this, completely goes away. Because when you put a dollar in and you 20x it, you put in as many dollars in as you can put in. Now the thing is that his budget is his budget is 118 grand a day.
How many of you have a digital product that you want to sell? Let me see your hands. And if, you, if you're not quite sure what that means to you in your business, we'll figure that out. Okay. All right. Okay. So how many of you have a digital or a service like a book you're appointment? So you're selling time. Okay. Most of the people. All right. So like you said, 80% of the people are service-based. So whenever I'm with a group of people, the room always looks pretty much the same, which is 80% of it, the biggest piece of it, are service providers. Consultants, treatment providers, massage therapists, cosmetic surgeons, chiropractors, hypnotherapists, still a butt on a seat, or somebody lying on a couch, whatever. <laughs> same thing. It's, if you go service, it's about an appointment rather than a lead, is my preferred way of working. Because most businesses, even if you're getting leads, these not very well qualified leads, you still really don't truly know how much money that represents to you. How much did that mean to pay you? Not all of them will pay. Some of them will, some of them won't. So there's an average, but what is that amount of money? Whereas, if you are working on the basis of appointments in your calendar to have that meaningful conversation with a prospect which you know something about and you've already disqualified them through the profile for you for your job. When you have a calendar with hours in it, you don't want to be looking at an empty calendar. You don't want to be looking at an empty event. You want lots on seats. Did we even get a booking? 
And if we did, how much money did we get paid in the process? So with what I've been doing with Simon and Scalia is you know, think of the capacity thing again, the calendar thing again. Simon just wants to get his bus to the airport for an appointment having already been sold. He's been paid. And that's really what most service businesses, that place, that's, that's where they want to be when they think about it, which is, I'm a treatment provider, I just want to show up at my office in the morning, I've got people already waiting, they've booked me, they come in, they get treated, they've already been paid, and that's all done. And that's the bit that you're the best at because that's your business. And it's either what you want to keep doing, you've been doing it for a long time, you want to do more of that, or you just want to have a full calendar. So Laura, I'm gonna pick on you right now. So I'd like you to tell him what your business is, and because you've been with us a little bit, you know, um, doing things, but tell him what you do. I have the She has she has a limitation. Keep going. A little bit more information about your max, like what you have the ability to do. Like that max out point, you have a certain amount of things that you can butts in the seat, right? On the piano. Well, sure. So, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you a few questions. Go ahead. So, who do you teach? Kids through 80 year olds. So, any age, children, grown ups, adults. Okay. Is it just individuals who teach? Now you're getting to the heart of the matter. Yes. Well, right. Mostly, yes. Yeah. There are some partner trio. It's what's on seats, 
which is straightforward. So maybe you have you know, a name and an email as a lead, and then you go back to them and ask them questions. And I offer them because I do want to have them eye to eye. I do want that butt on the bench, is what I call it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want them to come in for a complimentary demo yeah. because that sends a message that yeah. you're going to experience yeah. the music. And, and I, my ex is a teacher, I'm a piano teacher, a private teacher, a school teacher, and all those things. So, but working with 15 years of working with lots of different businesses all over the place has allowed me to get to this point where I can ask you all these questions and really get the answers out of you, no matter what you want, figure out what you need and where you're at and how you can take it. So I have a question. I know there are, how many of you are in financial, in a financial area, financial services area? Yeah, okay. And I know in the financial area here in America, I don't know how it is over there, but they have requirements that they have to fall into. They have compliance. They can't say certain things. So is this an area in the Google Ads area that they can actually play in and actually utilize? Because... You know, that's something that I think several of these people would like to understand. Yeah. I mean, is, yeah. is that something you can speak to? To an extent, in that, you know, the, the financial industry is an industry. It has rules and regulations over here, just like it does in the UK and any other, you know, jurisdiction. But you're still trying to understand whether your financial services or something that someone looking for really has. So for instance, it's really difficult. So for instance, somebody might go, so there are, do you know how many searches there are on Google a second? No. 75,000. Mm. Second? A second? 75,000 Google searches a second. <coughs> and that number just keeps going up. And if you want to check it out, you can go to a place called internetlivestats.com where you can see Google searches and blog posts and emails and Twitter posts and everything that's going on. What's it called? Internetlivestats.com. Internetlivestats.com. Yeah. Okay. So that will give you an idea of the colossal scale of stuff that's going on online. Point is, we all said right at the beginning that we all go to Google and look for stuff. And it happens 75,000 times a second and that number just keeps going up. So, if people are looking for, I'll come back to the financial services thing in a second. If people are looking for what you've got, 75,000 times a second, and you have it, and they're looking, you need to show up. Because if you don't show up, somebody else is going to. Because we're all in a hurry to get whatever it is. In fact, we want the thing in 60 minutes or less. It's why track from sales. Anyway, financial services. So somebody says financial services or um, what sort of fields that you call Investment. Yeah, time. So people are looking for that answer. But even though that's quite general, you've still got very specific services regulated in a very specific way for very specific sorts of people. <coughs> and at that point, you can write an ad message which says, this is who I am, this is what I do, this is who I'm for, this is who I'm not for, this is how I work. You can have all that in an ad which completely pre-qualifies and disqualifies the right of the wrong people from even clicking on your ad in the first place and costing you that money because that's how it works. Show an ad free, get an ad quick, cost an amount of money. Variable amount, changes all the time, don't know what that is until we measure it. 
So it really is about changing the mindset of this stuff. We don't think it works, but we don't know. We're going to put some money in it and see what happens, but we can't track it. We don't know what that turned into. Maybe we're getting leads, but quality of those leads is generally not very good. And we don't even really truly know the value of those things. What are they going to pay us? The point about putting a dollar into a Google ad is you get more than a dollar back, and you know that, and you can prove it and track it. And now, if you just want to multiply and grow and scale, and every time I try and max out Simon, Geneva, his bosses, yes, coaches. He just goes and buys more buses. Why not? It's a slot machine. He just goes and buys more coaches. More buses. And then he bought competitors. So I inherited them all the, you know, all the stuff that goes along with that, which is interesting. Um, so that's the fundamental thing about it. And the biggest challenge that I have in doing what I do and Finding the appropriate businesses to work with is this mindset of let's join all this stuff up. It's digital. It's not just a Google ad campaign. It's your business. It's how you make money. It's how you sell your stuff. It's how your campaigns talk to all that. Should it be leads? Should it be appointment bookings? How much is it all calendar worth to be next week, next month? What's my capacity? What's my customer lifetime value? How many times are people going to pay me? How do I know I got paid? And it's this bigger picture from the mindset of digital, joining up, profit center, we want to make more money than we spend. We know our capacity, we know all these numbers. How do we take this out there and exploit it to the absolute mass? If we're ready for it, if it's right for us, if it's going to be economically successful for us, because it doesn't work for every business, economically cost-effective. If you're selling something that you sell for $10, that's not a lot of money. And if you have to spend more than that, if click costs are a dollar, you need a hundred, because you sell your thing to one person in a hundred, one percent conversion, that's a hundred dollars, you make ten. So, simple math. These are numbers, some of which we know, but most of which we don't know,
they have because they know you sell houses, but you can also sell the knowledge and expertise that you have. I think the key thing that we're we're bringing to you guys as business owners, whether you just started or whether you're an experienced person, is stop throwing spaghetti at the wall. See what sticks. There are people out here that know the questions to ask you to say, is this right for you or not? You want to 10, 15, 20 extra business and have results. What we're all in business for. I tell my clients to turn strangers into clients. We care about the scale of revenue. We want you guys to succeed. Because after you know three to five years is when most businesses fail because they've been throwing spaghetti at the wall and they don't know the right questions to ask. So this is why we want to bring these kind of people in here that are working with people that are throwing $131,000 so that they can get $750,000 coming back to them. Some of you may go, ah, that's, that's a ton of money and it might scare you, but if you bring it back down and just look at the percentages, it's doable for every single person. Laura could be maxed out, have the most wonderful piano studio out there where people are learning, and she may go, you know what, I can hire some more people and now I increase my capacity. You know, people who sell insurance, people, you know, you guys have to have these questions asked of you to see what you can do. So let me, if anybody uh, has a question, because I know we've gone kind of in depth here, but we will have time to talk afterwards and, you know, ask, ask questions if you want to privately. But does anybody have like a burning question they're wondering? Yeah, here, right here. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, <clears throat> having you know, work with Google Ad Dollars and also SEO and, and all the different paradigms. You know, now we also have Facebook and advertising on Facebook and you can get real granular with Facebook. You can actually, you know, load up a list of specific individuals you want to yeah. <clears throat> pinpoint what, it's almost overwhelming. I mean, what, this day and age, what is working? I mean, I know that with Ad Dollars, it's been probably five years since I've worked with it. Um, but I, my guess is it's more granular now. It's probably you can get a lot deeper, just like you can. In oh Facebook. yeah, I mean, so if you were, if you were working with Google Ads five years ago, it's a totally, totally different animal these days. So this stuff always changes. It always grows, and develops, and evolves, and and so forth. And the price of it usually is always going up because there's more and more people using the media, so that media, so it's inevitable. Big difference, the fundamental difference between Google search and something like Facebook, which is social and those other things, is that Google search is people looking for you now, <coughs> right now. And they're giving you their permission to show your app. They expect to, they expect to find you. They expect to find your link. It's either an SEO feeling or it's an app. You're looking for it. So you've got their permission. Facebook and those social things, they're interruptions. Radio, TV, social, all those things, they're actually interruptions. You weren't looking for something that just showed up and interrupted you. Now, that's not to say it doesn't work. It can work, absolutely. The point of all these channels is that Google search is unique because people are looking, everything else is an interruption. But if you're maxed out on Google, which my client is Simon here in Switzerland, we actually have to look at diversification. Where else can we go now? Because we're maxed out in this channel, so where else do we, you know, sell our capacity? What a good challenge to have, yeah. to be yeah. maxed out in the channel. Yeah. 
right? And, and that's my you know, beginning of the end in mind thing with any client is I'm trying to take you to max out. Because that's the thing that gives me satisfaction working with businesses is I want to understand your business and see how it all works and how we can grow it and make you successful instead. And the businesses that we choose to partner with, we can work on a commission basis rather than a percentage of ad spend basis. Yeah, how many, how many of you have, have, have had people say, well, that'll be $3,000 for us to do stuff? Yeah, yeah. right, Karen's got her hand at $1,000, $1,500 a month. Yeah. What he does is you're paid for the ad spend and the research analysis that we do, but we set it up so that you actually get paid revenue back and he just takes a percentage of that piece. Yeah. So you're making money, so it doesn't cost you anything, yeah. which so is crazy in the mindset. Yeah, so he works pro bono. Basically, he gets paid off of your revenue. So if he doesn't do what he says he's going to do, you don't get paid. Right. Everybody gets paid. I like that. I want to sign. We'll see if we can Does anybody else have a question? Yeah. So what? What is your criteria for working with someone? Okay. Real good question. So, what, what are the criteria? So, you have to be able to take a booking, an appointment, okay. and the ability to take an online payment for your thing. <coughs> now, you might think that that's not possible with my business. But what we do is we look very carefully and closely at your business if we're going to work with you to see if we can convert your butt on a seat into a online payment so we can track that. You have to know your sales process as well. Most people that come, they don't even know their own sales process. So if you don't know your own sales process, you don't know what to have in place, like a brand new marketing, because that's our expertise. <clears throat> you don't know what to have in place. You're just saying, well, everybody else is doing quick funnels, and I have all these funnels, and you don't know if they're converting or not. You have to understand your sales process. You have to understand what to have in place. And then he, in Google, the big magnifying glass search, he is able to direct people and disqualify people until you get those right people where they're supposed to be. So through the questions that we ask, um, you can actually figure out if this is a good thing for you. If your product is 10 bucks and you're having to pay a dollar amount and you're only getting a 1% conversion, it's not a good idea. Right? But there are others that you can look at and go, oh yeah, this makes a lot of sense. Or the existing platforms that you're using aren't playing nice. Don't throw money into that platform. Fix it so that it actually plays nice. So there's a whole pre-qualification thing that we do to see whether it's going to work. Did you have a question, Mark? So, so your, your client pays for the ad yes. and then you revenue share the yes. sell. Yes. Okay, so, so financial services and insurance, financial services cannot revenue share with somebody that's not licensed in your same broker deal. So that's what's going on number one. So, so just thinking about that, paying, paying, and, and then we don't take a check that comes directly to us, it goes to either the future fund company or to the insurance company. So we don't, we don't have to pay, get paid online. So with that said, if you can book an appointment, yeah. I would certainly pay that. So is that set up? Is that yes, the next year. We are flexible. Once you understand the nature of your business and how you get paid, 
these like alumni questions. <coughs> these are the questions, these are the first ones that we ask. You know, the most important thing to you is the money that you make. How do you do that? We need to understand that. And that's why I called out the financial services suit. multiply it. And 
like you said, if we choose to work with you on that, because you may not be able to make enough return on investment. And we'll say it's not worth it for you to do that. Yeah. Okay. Last one? Yeah, just really quick. Yes, compliance, right. So how do we deal with that? Those are questions we can answer afterwards you could talk because the reason I called out the financial services is because as a branding marketing expert, if I design an ad for you, it has to go through compliance. I know it's got to have all the lingo and all of that. So it's a special circumstance which you guys can discuss. But just like he said, if he's going to book an appointment, we can do appointments where no money exchanges hands. But you have to have a good sales process and understand and in order for him to work his magic and get paid on commission, he has to trust and have a piece in, in place so he makes sure that he gets paid because he's doing a lot of the effort up front. So those are special circumstances that you could talk to him about. But I want to thank you guys for coming. You guys can stay, talk, um, interact, chat with everybody. Um, you do know who's in the room. We do this every two weeks. I moved this one actually up. So our next meeting, I think, is on August 22nd. So it's a little bit further out, but we'll get back on the two weeks um, once everybody's back in school and we all get kicking back into our normal process. So I just want to thank you. Give yourselves a round of applause and thank you so much for coming.